the corruption of money. If money is what transmits the information which mediates the optimal structuring of value hierarchies between people, and we accept that improper, inaccurate, or corrupted information creates inharmonious, disordered, and ultimately destructive pathological hierarchies, then the most important question in the human social realm becomes, what is the most high-fidelity conduit for the information contained in prices across space and time? Simply, what will best preserve the information which money transmits? To determine this, we must be aware of what, quote, corrupts money. Anything that inhibits, dilutes, or alters the ability of the individual to express value, their value hierarchies, to others, or the ability of the market to interpret, integrate, and communicate it in unadulterated form as intended in perpetuity. To achieve this, the market will attempt to, quote, ground the money in a commensurate sacrifice to that which it's attempting to represent, our own. That is, it will seek to instantiate an inviolable as possible limitation. After all, our value hierarchies determine and are determined by our sacrifices, and the integrity of any market is determined by the degree to which changes to individual and collective value hierarchies are predicated on the same process. Sacrifice is the, quote, cost for being able to reorder the hierarchies, as it were, and so sacrifice is used to instantiate the mechanism which does so. Therefore, the less sacrifice in the money, the more susceptible to corruption it is. The most common form of corruption in money is inflation, an increase in the supply. Money supply inflation is not necessarily damaging to market signaling or fairness per se. For example, if all new issuance was magically spread out evenly among all market participants, then the relationship between the money in circulation and all goods and services wouldn't change only the nominal prices would. Of course, there is no rational reason to do this, as it confers no benefit to anyone. In practice, inflation is simply a means of redistributing the benefits which money confers by allocating supply increases unevenly, and in doing so, dispossessing those whose relative share of the total supply of money has shrunk and advantaging those whose has grown. The power or privilege to do this is known as seniorage the benefit derived from the ability to create new money and spend it into the market first before its dilutive pressure causes general pricing to adjust. It's effectively the profit margin on the production of money and is always dilutive to some degree, but much less so for, quote, market-based monies, which generally have low margins due to the cost or sacrifice required to create them. Fiat, meaning by decree, money, on the other hand, is a near 100% profit margin and represents pure appropriation of purchasing power, the primary benefit to the issuer of such a money and its raison d'etre. Fiat money allows for the manipulation of value hierarchies without any sacrifice by the issuer. It permits absolute privilege to those who impose or coerce its use to reallocate the work of, quote, normal market participants in whatever ways and amounts it pleases. It derives its ability to do so by violating the property rights of money holders, forcing them to relinquish the privileges earned by the sacrifices they've made and involuntarily give them up to one who has not earned them through market-sanctioned action. This is the antithesis of the very notion that money is a representation of our, quote, sovereign selves and what caused it to emerge as a useful tool in the first place. This kind of money is not only unfair, but it's also extremely detrimental to the market's ability 
to identify what is most valued and allow natural incentives to coalesce around them accordingly. That is, it corrupts its truth-finding function. It fails to recognize that the best information which a market can receive is generated via each individual's interaction with their environment. It is those actions which, communicated to and through the market via prices, allow for the proper adjustment of the market's value hierarchies with and to the conditions of the natural world and the choices of each individual, such that an optimal equilibrium may emerge and be maintained. Each individual is, in effect, a data gathering and sharing node, spread out all over any contiguous market, communicating truth about their interactions, sanctioned and verified by the cost, in time and energy, required to take them. Fiat money dramatically disrupts this, as the issuer presumes the mantle of all-knowing entity and proceeds to reorder the value hierarchies of the market in accordance with, at best, their eternally limited data, and at worst, their imperfections, incompetence, self-serving behavior, and often deluded wishful thinking, contrary to the emergent wisdom generated by the voluntary interaction of individual market participants. Therefore, corrupted price signals cause market participants, and the market as a whole, to be, quote, led astray, not only in relation to their own goals, but also in relation to optimal congruence with the broader environment. The outcome of this is not solely an increasing disharmony between individuals, the market, and the natural world, but also a tremendous and undeserved concentration of power. Such a market then becomes oriented around a corrupted and unjust, quote, center of gravity. This is how pathological hierarchies are created and perpetuated through the money and how they lead to the decay and degradation of both the socioeconomic system and inevitably the individual who derives their signals for behavior from it. Peterson, the lie weakens the individual who no longer extends the range of his competence by testing his subjectivity against the world and drains his life of meaning. Here, Peterson is referring to someone telling a lie, I think. But I believe it's equally valid with regards to an individual predicating their behaviors on lies, corrupted signals, as both generate distorted feedback and therefore false perception and misguided action. Peterson, the record of human cruelty and folly is too hideous for anything but the sense of a corrupted will to come near a diagnosis. This is what fiat money ultimately does. It corrupts and often breaks the will of the individual as they either succumb to perverse incentives or increasingly lack the proper information and feedback to pursue actions maximally congruent with their environment, both social and natural. Furthermore, their sacrifices are more and more felt to be in vain as their accumulated reserves are siphoned away. The world around them increasingly takes on the appearance, or at least instills the sense, of something which has departed from that which invites and allows the human soul or the better aspects of ourselves to flourish and instead creates an environment of confusion, deprivation, fear, division, anger, oppression, and conflict. Any astute observer will see this represented in the many social problems plaguing our world today. However, only a select, but growing, few are beginning to diagnose it properly in seeing that the primary root cause is indeed the money. Fiat money, through the unjust imbalances of power it creates and the distorted information it perpetuates, fosters increasingly pathological hierarchies 
less and less capable of keeping the encroaching forces of chaos at bay. This scenario will lead to increasingly tyrannical measures to maintain order, as it always does when the true cause of chaos is misdiagnosed or willfully ignored. Even in the most democratic and free societies, false money permits, even necessitates, ever greater centralized control. As a market's equilibrium is increasingly disrupted by such intervention, more intervention is, counterintuitively, thought to be required. The less markets are able to function freely, and the more decisions are imposed upon it by the central power, the more tyrannical the society will become. As money is the primary coordinating mechanism for human socioeconomic interaction, the more it's subject to abuse and deterioration, the more another mechanism must fill the void. That mechanism is authoritarian control. The acceleration towards such a circumstance occurring in our current time should, in this light, come as no surprise and should serve primarily as a signal that the money is breaking under the weight of its abuses and unjust premises.